We are shows what you know. We'll always watch TV. And if you think we can't, we'll watch more and you'll see. That's why the people of the web believe in Jim from Las Vegas and Jacob from Sweden. Welcome to Shows What You Know. Uh, let's take a journey to a place where every want and desire be- can become your own for a price. And not only the price of money, but possibly the price of existence and being obsolete. I don't know what you're talking about either, you, you, you strange new host. No, wait, uh, fella. I... Uh, I'm assuming you're talking about some sort of new saloon drink or piano tune. That's all I know about here at the shows. What you know, saloon? Ah, uh, what uh. would you, what would you know? You're just a you're you're just a goddamn plaything. You're just a, you're just a toy. That, do, that doesn't even compute. I don't even know. <laughs> kill, oh no! Kill. Oh no! Yes, ah, that's right. That was our impression of episode eight of Westworld. However, we're here to talk about episode one of Westworld, aren't we, Jim? Yes, we are. I mean, and speaking of evolution, it's almost like we haven't done this before. Usually we do a a bundle of episodes, but uh, I know it hasn't seemed like it to you, the listener, but it's been a while since we've done this and we got to do some catch up here and everyone is talking about Westworld. Yes, and we try to go against the stream. We try to be counterculture, and nobody cares. Yeah. So now we do what everyone else does and see how that works, speaking of evolution. Uh, we haven't done it this in a while because I was in Mexico for a bit, and I did expect it to look more like the Wild West than it actually did. Mm. Uh, it was kind of like trees and kind of warm, but I didn't see any deserts or any other anything Westworldish. I'm afraid. How was your uh, Mexican adventure? Well, it was good. Uh, it was Excuse warmer me, than... uh, Hispanic adventure. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It was <laughs> it was warmer than here. I arrived home in in t-shirt and shorts, and it's like five degrees here uh, from sleeping with the window open every day. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm I'm I, just briefly. I want to say this, and also first, I want to say I said this to someone else, and uh, I said that all stereotypes are true. But I, that's, after that, I realized the people have a lot more stereotypes than I think. All I meant was they play salsa music all the time and eat tacos. Every, all the tacos and gorditas and everything. Yeah. I, I know that I went there and I was kind of thinking, I've learned to distrust everything I know. So, ah. for example, if, if I go somewhere, if I, I expected to go there and say like, Oh, can I have a taco, please? And they'd say... <sighs> Another tourist who wants a taco. There's more to us than tacos, but instead it's like, yes, of course, we love tacos. Uh, so I guess uh, in the same... <laughs> how do we connect this to Westworld? Jesus Christ, how do well, we Well, I mean, uh, like- I'm sure that... Well, with Westworld, they have a writer, and he does play off a lot of hack nonsense, and I did yeah. like that element of it. So there you go. It's almost like you maybe you didn't go to the real Mexico. You just went to some white man's version of Mexico. Mm, I... Um... I, yeah, but I didn't go to like the resorts or the tourist stuff. I, I ah, actually okay. lived with a Mexican family. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I got some real Mexico up in there. Um, maybe there's some connection to Westworld to make in that there's kind of crazy stuff going on and, and nobody is noticing. It's all like they're all hosts. Uh, that could be... That could be a thing. Like, there's a pyramid, and everyone's like, of course, the pyramid. Yep. And I'm like, the pyramid? And I had a closer look at it. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't even a famous pyramid, just a pyramid that was like, oh, we've never been to this thing. It's five minutes from our house. Why would we go to the pyramid? <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, because it's a fucking pyramid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then when I got there, it was like, yep, pile of rocks. So maybe that's how some of the guests feel in Westworld. Just we did it. Well, with Westworld, uh, before we get into the the nuts and bolts of the first episode, um, at least from what from the blogosphere or from the internet, you never know how how this translates to mainstream. People are desperate for this show to be Game of Thrones, to be the new Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. I've even seen a lot of people. Uh, well, not a lot of people. 
I saw Duncan Jones, uh, director, a writer director. He did Warcraft and Moon, and his dad is David Bowie, or was David Bowie. Right. Uh, he said two episodes in already better than Game of Thrones. And I mean, I guess I get the excitement. I get the, and then someone said, well, you know, I can't judge two episodes. Someone replied, I can't judge two episodes against what, six seasons at this point. And he's like, yeah, you can think about the here and now or something or other. But, uh, I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I get, I get the want and I get the potential. I can see, I can see that you want to be on the, the cutting edge of this new HBO show that looks like it's got all the elements are there. Uh, I will say for me, I do see, I, I, I see all that. I'm not quite as excited as everyone else yet. Yeah. I, I, I will say as usual, uh, I went in completely blind having not, uh, watched. I mean, I knew the concept of the show, but I hadn't watched a second of any trailer or anything like that. And I also hadn't seen the original movie or even knew about it to be honest uh, and i just thought oh it seems like jurassic park with cowboys and that's like oh okay okay it's michael Crichton. Uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah uh so that makes sense and it was before so okay so and there, there are so many people digging up that old movie uh i haven't seen it either but i've just seen a lot of people say "Ooh, this movie's terrible <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to watch that movie a lot. <laughs> um, and it, it seems like one of those things you do, like take an old thing that's kind of cheesy and dumb, and then it's like, nah, it's 2016, baby, and you make it all serious. Yeah. Uh, it seems like a clear choice. But yeah, like you said about the rumblings and everything, I even though I haven't watched anything, uh, I kind of felt like everyone wanted this to be Game of Thrones, even though I hadn't seen or read anything about it. It was like... Everyone seems to be wanting this to be Game of Thrones really, really a lot. And I'll say this, uh, I do like this first episode a lot. Yes. How, however, pretty, I, I won't say it's super easy to make a great first episode, but it is way harder to make a great 20th episode of a show. Uh, like they have done in Game of Thrones, they've topped themselves again and again stories quite often it's like bam we hit you with the beginning and it's so great and then we have to make it all go together and make sense and we want to progressively complicate it into something bigger and greater and that can be the tricky part so wait i I thought we're talking about uh mr robot later (laughs) Uh oh oh yes i i did Mm -hmm. indeed Great first episode yeah. of Mr. Robot, for sure. Better than Game of Thrones, I may have said after the first episode. Uh, wouldn't I have looked foolish then? Now, having What's- having said all that, I don't want to, you know, piss on people's parade. And, and you know, having said that as well, I, I do want to read some feedback uh, from a listener posted to the comment section on our website. Uh, I watched episode one of Westworld on Sunday. I have to say I was pleasantly surprised by this show because I didn't expect to like it so much right off the bat, but I did. The show kept my attention and curiosity throughout the entire episode. I was actually a bit sad when I realized it was over and I had to wait until next week to see more. I feel like I haven't had the same feeling since Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm always chasing that dragon, pun intended. It's too early to be seen if Westworld will continue to hold my interest. I've been let down a lot lately by the new TV shows. I'm looking at you, Preacher, Outcast, and Into the Badlands. But I feel like they hit all the right notes for me, and I felt invested in these characters and what will happen to them, though most of them are not actually human beings. I felt a lot of sympathy for them. P.S. Jim, you're a beautiful man. Keep doing what you do. Peace out. I did not write this. Natasha sure, I was... wrote that. Natasha? Yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's cool Sorry, name. Jacob. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, keep doing what you do, Jim, uh, with this show. That's great. It's great that people love what you do with this show. So, um, yeah, I agree with most of that. Do you agree with most yes, of that? Yes, I do. I do. I do agree with that. I know I kind of started off saying I don't. I'm not, but I'm always like this, though. Uh, You're it, guarded. It, yes, I get pretty guarded, and uh, I like to push my feelings down and keep them inside so no one could ever hurt find you. them or hurt me. Uh, and especially when it comes to TV. Uh, yeah. But I, I do get the optimism, and I do think it's warranted to a point. But, yeah, it's hard to, right off the bat, be like be like that. And, I, and, and maybe, not to pick on Mr. Robot, you'll hear in the next episode, I'll have some, I have some thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's just because of that. I've, I've had a lot of shows like this. And a lot of people comparing it to Lost, I think that's a, that's a very uh, apt comp- comparison. 
Mr. Robot? Uh, no, I'm sorry. This show. Uh, oh, okay. Westworld. They're comparing this to Lost? Well, just saying the feeling of uh, like a new world and trying to guess mm-hmm. or what have you. And okay. I mean, I guess it's J.J. Abrams, but I don't know where he produced it. You never know. Yeah, like, exi- you never know how much. Does that just mean he liked Westworld as a kid and was like, hey, we should make that a TV show? Or was he actually guiding this story and this show? With this, I assume he did very little, to be honest. I agree. Uh, it's Nolan, right? Nolan's the guy. Yeah, Nolan's brother, though, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's so weird. It's kind of like J.J. Abrams said, make this show. And then, uh, you know, that guy we all, that's like a great visionary director? His brother's involved. And I know his brother's done a lot of great stuff. But still, come on. You're just the brother. Yeah, but wouldn't you feel like you wanted to break wouldn't you want to make westworld if you if you were just the brother you yeah know? that's true and wouldn't you be feel great about all this feedback and wouldn't you let it go to your head and make a terrible second season <laughs> probably so if you don't know what we're talking about yeah. i'm sure you probably do but yes this is a show called westworld it takes place in a fictional uh technological western themed amusement park where which is populated by these hosts uh, that are western type people that don't know they're in a theme park and then guests come there and they're like haha this is hilarious and they're like this is real life the hosts say and then they get killed by the guests because why not uh, they're not real humans anyway what if you prick them do they not bleed yeah sure but it's like you know we we made that blood with a with some coloring stuff. Yeah, Don't worry about it. It's like Red Dead Redemption, the the theme park. You know, you can, yeah. you know, you could go there because they show that some people bring their kids there, which is so weird because you're like, why would you bring your kid here? Clearly, it's only for people that want to have weird sex and murder things. Uh, but I get it's we just don't see the other side. We don't see the nice people side of it. You know, some people will play Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto, and you know, try to be nice, or I guess Mass Effect maybe is a better comparison. You know, you'll, yeah. you're you're always going Paragon or whatever and doing the right thing. But where's the fun in that when there's no consequences? You should go and be like a murderer and and uh, buy and kill whores and start shootouts and stuff like that. Uh, well, yeah, if the pr- if the price is the same either yeah. way, for yeah, sure. exactly, and. You know, we're we're visiting and and seeing the point of view of a lot of these you know NPCs, non-playable characters, basically, which are they call hosts, they're robots, and mm-hmm. if they have that much, you know, it's the old AI, uh, artificial intelligence. You know, human, we as humans, we're deathly afraid that robots are gonna one day, you know, decide they're or realize that they're smarter than us and can do whatever they want, and. Uh, doesn't it go ahead Mm -hmm. i was just gonna say doesn't it feel like we're so obsessed with that thought yes that that kind of can't happen or are we that stupid that we're like it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it happened well it it could just yeah it could just be one of those self-fulfilling prophecies where we're so we're so you know caught up in it that we just make it happen because because deep (laughs) down we want it to happen we're deep down we're we're trying to make it we're coding so many lines about like don't kill humans, don't kill humans, don't kill humans that eventually someone's gonna forget to put the do- the NT part and-, and it's gonna be like oh do kill humans oh. oh because if we hadn't coded it at all they wouldn't even have thought of it or robots Stupid stop uh, recognizing con- uh, contractions or whatever and so it has if since yeah. we don't put do not kill humans they're like don't yeah. that does not compute must be do. Mm-hmm. This sounds, again, season three of Mr. Robot yeah. over here. Let's just leave it. Uh, so it feels like with this story, uh, what do you assume will happen? Well, one assumes that a malfunction is, of course, inevitable. That's always what happens in this kind of stories. It's never like about the economics of running a bizarre theme park. It's never yeah. like, oh, we're not making the cash we need. Let's build a, the best host we can. That's not the plot. The plot is they go crazy. Um, yeah. And then it's like, are they real people? And... Uh, Initially, I'll say I do. I did feel like, how is this a show? Because obviously they're going to start rebelling, and that could be interesting. But it is at the same time uh, reminding you a lot of iRobot and Dollhouse <laughs> and a bunch of stories that never really grabbed me that hard because you kind of know, like, oh, is it, is it a human or what? And yeah. it's always like, yeah, it's human. It's completely you made it human now. So 
Um, but but yeah, that's me saying I was guarded a bit at the beginning, but by the end of the episode, I was uh, completely on board with it. Yes, and it's always, uh, I mean, it's always at the core of all artificial intelligence stories, and it's an interesting thought and an interesting question to explore is when, you know, when does artificial intelligence just become its own, like, like when is it, what's the line between it being a person and it being a robot? You know, if it does have memories and it has feelings and it, it becomes self-aware, you know, is it okay? Or was it ever okay that people were just, you know, raping robots and murdering robots just because, ah, it's just a robot. Um, mm-hmm. So it, that's all interesting stuff. And, and it, 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 it is something I, I, I would like to see explored in a, TV show. I mean, I've seen plenty of movies. I can't think of any real AI shows offhand that I was big into. Um, uh, but you're right. There's always just that underlying, like, even though they have to kind of explore the story and I don't want to say drag it out, but at least have it, you know, build, you, you do know, or at least it seems like it's going to lead to some sort of, you know, revolution slash, you know, war, like uh, our kind versus their kind. And you know, both sides have heroes and villains, uh, you know, that old gag. But you uh, never know. I mean, I, they, they could be going somewhere completely different with this. Uh, and it, it's, it is a great pilot, and it, it does set a lot of potential and a lot of excitement to see where it goes. Yeah. And uh, as you, that's a good point, that usually we get a, a book about this, like a novel or a movie. So it's like a kind of very closed thing. And the great thing about TV is you can make it more and more complex as it goes on. You don't build from like start to finish. You build upwards and you see how far you can get with the complications and, and how how interesting you have time to make it. So I hope they have some more ideas than what they got from the Westworld movie, which, uh, as I've said, I haven't seen it, but I do assume the robots go crazy and start murdering people and then they murder the robots, and then it's like, oh, what have we done? Like, that's what I assume. So let's hope... Uh, I'm, I'm sure they have more ideas than that. We could talk about some of the details uh, that hint towards more being going on. Do, we, do you think we should give some sort of spoiler warning at some point? Or, uh, I mean, we're I mean, talking I guess, about the pilots. So. Yeah, we should... If, you're concer- if you haven't watched it and you don't want to know much more besides what you'd see in a trailer or you know read in a quick you know log line or something because i think we've kind of we've kind of given the big pitch on what it is uh i don't think even listening past this point because we're just talking about the first episode so yeah i don't think that's really spoilers unless you just don't want to know anything about the episode uh i'll just here you go spoiler alert we will be discussing all the plot lines of episode one from here on Yes, and I would say um, just recommend the best way to consume shows what you know, at least when it comes to Westworld, is to uh, watch the show, then uh, send us your feedback immediately. And uh, we will read it on the show and discuss your thoughts as well as our own. Uh, And we are going to be going through Westworld in a, as we said, slightly different manner, uh, episode by episode, at least to start with. Uh, So you have a chance to do that. And uh, one thing I'll say, even though I know we just gave all the spoilers and it's this isn't quite spoilery, maybe a little bit. I've seen a lot of people discussing mystery with this show. And now I haven't watched the full second episode. I've only watched the first episode. But yeah, so far, I'm not really getting that there's a lot of mystery. I mean, maybe, you know, what you know, what's happening to the hosts to make them react differently, I guess. But I don't see that as so much a mystery as this is the plot of the show and you know i don't know because i well, again like like i've read some people comparing it to lost because lost i feel was like a huge mystery it's like what's going on what is this who is this why is this this show i feel like it's very plain and simple like we've we've we're in a futuristic world where we've kind of figured out everything to a point so now uh, you know this is this is the next step of kind of what we enjoy now like especially theme park stuff but now it's this or video games or or VR that we have now, this is like the evolution of that. We're seeing what people would do in the future, especially. I don't know the class system of this future yet, so maybe it's only for the elites because they do kind of talk about how expensive it is. Uh, but otherwise, it seems pretty cut and dry to me. 
Well, I agree, but does that mean you don't think it's going to turn out that everyone's a Cylon by the end? Oh, like, yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good point. Because uh, it feels a little bit unavoidable that at least some people, like it's a story about people who don't realize they're machines. Yeah. So I'm sure some people that we don't think are machines are going to be machines. Yeah. Especially there was this talk, like there's two elements of mystery, I'll say, in the first episode. We have the writer who, uh, I li- by the way, I liked his thing of like, can we please make them less realistic? Uh, we we want, like, people don't want to kill things that are that real, you know? They, mm-hmm. they want the fun experience, uh, which is kind of in line with what you were saying. Like, make it more like a video game, please. It doesn't need to be this super immersive experience to which the manager or whoever she is replied that uh, this park is something to the guests and it's uh, something to the people who operate it, and it's some like something different to those people, and something completely different to the management, uh, which kind of makes me feel like uh, you know the people who are actually in charge uh, have a lot of other plans going on, and yeah, it feels like she's saying this is bigger than you can even understand, you a fool. Uh, didn't you feel like that? Yes and no, but I feel like that. I feel like. What's on the show isn't, you know, yes, there could be a twist that there are people that are, uh, you know, don't know their hosts and they are hosts. But I don't feel like there's anything like that in the first episode that I feel like that's just people, whether it be on Reddit or online, trying to be ahead of the game and, and, and guess that there's this mystery going on just maybe because of the people involved with the show or just assuming it's going to be a show like that. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, to your point, yes, I guess there is kind of a hint with that little speech. I took that more as, uh, and, I, and I guess this, it is a mystery, but I took that more as like, whenever I hear about, you know, uh, higher ups and what they want to do with something regular people look at as like a fun thing, it's like, oh, military, uh, soldiers, um, you know, war b- battles with uh, using these hosts as our you know, never-ending supply of soldiers. But again, that's just me guessing from my own head. Uh, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I, I still, I feel like a lot of that, and, and it's probably there. people are on the right track, but I feel like that's just people trying to be ahead of it. Oh, sure. I, I just feel like there's, uh, they've, they've promised that there's something more. So, of course, people are going to pick apart True. Uh, everything and try to figure it out. Uh, the other element of mystery I was talking about was uh, the man in black, the man in the black hat yeah. who says there's a deeper game and I'm the only one playing the real game. And he's cutting apart this guy and looking inside him and just combined that makes me think uh, maybe the bigger game has something to do with immortality or bringing back the dead which they also brought up as like maybe one day we'll even be able to bring back the dead yeah uh, so maybe that's part of yeah, what his goal is i'd say that's fair uh, but again i st- i see that i i don't see that as much as a mystery i mean i guess it is but i guess mystery i keep going i keep coming back to it i keep thinking of lost where mm-hmm there's this greater thing going on. I see that as like, you know, the, the man in black, like here's this character and we're going to, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm arguing semantics, so it's not like, it's not that important. But I guess I'm just, the way people describe it as, I even see like a thread here on IMDb, all mystery and no answers. And that's so weird because it's what, been two yeah. episodes? So <laughs> what do you, you know, what do you expect? Yeah. You think what did that gonna... guy think of Lost? <laughs> yeah, he's going to lay it know, all man. out. Within the first two episodes. Uh, well, and yeah, I, I definitely agree with what you said. It's, it's not like a big mystery show. It is like the plot is right there. It's going to be about these robots and, and them realizing they're robots and all that stuff. You yeah. Know? So uh, that's definitely like the main plot. And there are elements of mystery, but uh, yeah, I'm. I, it's not all mystery and no answers. Well, let's go. I mean, let's go like kind of through the episode. Well, I mean, of course, you know, we got the big... Uh, opening credit scene. Does this does this credit scene live up to the likes of say Game of Thrones, True Detective? Mm, what do you think? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, it, it was kind. It was like um, I I didn't know anything about the show, and the opening credits did show me like this is what it is. Yeah. Like it's because dev- it's them. Like it's a little arm building horses and stuff. So. 
uh, and people yeah and i mean creating I, life I, so I, I guess so i thought it was fine but it did come off as like them trying to make the next you know ooh, the old opening like you know true like because everyone like loves the you know game of thrones or even like true blood or the, at least the first season of true detective and there's some other ones it just felt like here we go let's show our stuff let's do our cool ass uh intro so i mean i guess i, I was pretty cynical going to the show <laughs> yeah I, it sounds like it <laughs> like oh they're trying to make a good intro or whatever <laughs> Bleh. uh yeah, so, yeah to be fair, I, was going, I was pretty cynical going into the show yeah but it shows like a game of thrones and true blood that has like lifted that and Mad Men and well there's a whole bunch but like made that like you have to do that now you can't just uh say like you can't just have clips from the show and the names of the characters or mm-hmm. the names of the actors anymore. It doesn't really, it's not what we do anymore, you know? Yeah. And especially since this is a reboot of something that seems kind of cheesy. Uh, and as I said, they want to, they want to 2006 it up, 16 it up a bit. Yeah. Uh, so of course they're going to go, uh, yeah, very like with it. Now, one you know? thing I, I didn't go back to check or not, uh, but the show opens on uh, Evan Rachel Wood's character, Dolores, and, you know, she's... I mean, I don't know if, how much she knew going in, but it was assumed, like, oh, she's this robot or something because she's just sitting there naked, not acting, uh, you know, or, like, acting to commands, basically. Like, yeah, turn off the accent, you know, go into yeah. this mode, tell me this. Now... I didn't double check this, but thinking about it now, I, I, fe- I think the opening voice was Jeffrey Wright, who plays uh, Bernard, who's kind of like the, I guess he's, I, I don't know his exact gig, but he's like Anthony Hopkins' um, replacement in a way. Like he's kind of, you know, in, in, in charge of like the engineering or the hosts and he does the diagnostics right. on them and such. But I could have yes. sworn it was his voice at the beginning, but then we come back to that at the end, and it was another guy um, asking her those questions. Unless that's just protocol, maybe? Is that just the diagnostic protocol? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I have the same impression, but as you said, we could uh, easily double-check yeah, this and could have. <laughs> figure it out. Uh, that guy, uh, the new programmer guy, is, as I'm sure you know, the guy from Source Code. Uh, and it's kind of interesting how they put him in a like i'm sure that's somehow got him this gig because it's such a similar role it's this not caring really about human life role and he's really got the voice for it yeah uh and uh, this also feels familiar to source code because it's got the same groundhog's day uh bases of the the same day repeating with slight variations Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so i thought it was interesting uh that they got him in there yeah, and I do, I do like, I do like that actor. Um, and then, so yeah, we open on that, and we kind of we see that she's got some blood on her, so something happened. And then it cuts to uh, James. I, I liked what they did with this kind of twist, if you will, because we start out with James Marsden, and they're mm-hmm. talking about the outsiders coming in, and you know we're starting to get a feel for this world, and it's starting to become clear that these outsiders are the park guests and uh the hosts are the the robots and i mean I, it it kind of got me i just assumed like oh okay here we go he's an aw shucks guy here at the park um going through his little storyline or whatever but then we find out he's just another host and he's part of yeah. he's part of the story he's he's part of i guess i guess when you want to play the villain story cuz you get mm-hmm. to come in and and kill the hero and and and, and take his woman yeah, it's because he's on the train and we he's arriving, so we assume. Yeah, of course, uh, and it's well done because uh, we're really like we think that's what it is, obviously. And also, this is kind of, this is kind of the part that made me think. As uh, we start out with thinking someone is a guest who turned out to be a host, made me think that probably yeah, at there's... some point, okay. Yeah, they're we're gonna get up. the opposite. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get the opposite at some point with some other character, maybe like that main prostitute girl they're showing off a lot or something like that, uh, or just in a larger context. Uh, I meant the the girl in red who shoots people uh, at the saloon robbery towards the end. Uh, yeah, Thandie Newton. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. about. 
Um, yeah, because they're giving her a lot of screen time for whatever reason, so I'm sure she'll be important one way or another. But yeah, it's like seems like an obvious thing if they, since they're making a TV show and not a movie, at some point they've got to do that, probably, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Well, because that was my, and, and and this is just nitpick nothing, but, you know, when you start, the show's like building this universe, you're getting used to this world and this Westworld and what's going on. But then I start wondering, like, well, how do you know, like, how do you know who's a host and who isn't? Because when you're just going through and shooting people, uh, you know, is there, <laughs> is there some protocol where you know that or you can't shoot? Or are you actually shooting them or are they just reacting? I don't know. It's, it's stuff that doesn't really matter. But it's, you know, something I was thinking because I'm like, oh, here you are. Like, we're going to use this guy as target practice or whatever. What if he's saying, no, I'm a human? Uh, don't, well, <laughs> well, I did assume that they don't give like the guests real guns uh, and that somehow, you know, it's just like a laser gun. You point it at the, at the host mm-hmm. and it registers where it hits and it goes kabloom. So I also assume the same thing that means that they can't hurt hosts. I mean, that they, they can't hurt guests. I'm going to say that wrong all the time. The same thing that makes it so they can't hurt the guests will also make it so the guests can't hurt each other, except with knives, I guess, because you can't really uh, stop that. Yeah. But uh, guns, there's got to be some sort of safety on that, because that guy who comes in at the end and kills the bad guy at the saloon robbery, he could easily have shot another guest. He's like, yeah. I shot, I got him, honey. And yeah. it's like some other guy bleeding out. On the on the sand. Yeah, I guess Could that happen. makes sense. Whatever is keeping the gun, because we do learn in this opening scene because we go through, you know, James Marsden. He he meets uh, Dolores, and you know they have some sweet moments. They come back to her parents murdered, and you know these bandits about to go after her. He saves the day, and then Ed Harris as the Man in Black comes through, and you know he even kind of tells us, you know, I've been coming here for thirty years, and you don't remember me. Like he's and this this episode does lay it out. He does say he's looking for the deeper game. He's you know he's like level. He's max level, and he's mm-hmm. trying to get that patch before it's even released. Yeah. Um, and I do think like they they uh, I did see Max Landis was talking about this on Twitter, and I kind of agree with what he was saying. They in that scene, you know, it's heavily implied that he just pulls her into a barn and rapes her, but uh, I don't think that's what happened Uh, and you know by the end of the episode i know we're kind of jumping around a bit we do see that dolores is a bit different and i have to assume that the man in black had something to do with that hmm that's interesting i didn't i I hadn't thought of that but that would because would make sense in a way i mean i just assumed that somehow that picture was like a bug you know that's uh, true crawling in uh, that photo of Times Square is like making something tick the wrong way. Because uh, what is it she says when she sees it? Doesn't look like nothing to me. Maybe yeah. it does look like something on a subconscious level. Yeah. You know. Um. That's a good. That's an interesting point, though. I hope that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, and and it's kind of risque in this climate because you know people like to pick things apart, and there's a lot of passing references to rape. Well, they did um, want to be Game of Thrones, so they're on track. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I mean, because even the even the hosts, because it's like the old uh, "you shouldn't have killed the ma," you know, we could have had her. And then the guy's like, "She's still warm." And I love that yeah. stuff though, because I mean, uh, I think it's deliberate, and there's an argument for it. Where if someone does try to call it, it's like, well, no, this is supposed to be like a hack writer wrote this shit, and yeah, and I yeah. like that. I feel like that came through clear with uh, with when the hosts were talking and their kind of garbage, uh, whether it be just their stupid dialogue or even later on, because, you know, we start seeing some of their uh, malfunctions. You know, there's a sheriff host who gets a fly on him and he starts having a fit. Yeah. And they start tracking it back to, you know, this this recent update. And we we follow the uh, engineer basically into like the holding of all like I guess the bad ones or you know not not bad like they're villainous but just bad computers like oh this is our old hardware malfunction they just keep them all in this you know warehouse 
And then we yeah, need... and I really, oh, yeah, I really like just go the lower level, which looked more like today with the um, oh, escalators yeah. and stuff. Yep, it was like such an easy visual way to bring up like, uh, or to show about time because they haven't showed us any of the world outside of Westworld, mm-hmm. but that is kind of an easy way for them to just work in. Uh, it's about this many years in the future, and they say the park's been open thirty years, and that obviously. Uh, it gives us more information to go on, but I like the look of it, and it had some sort of uh, their their symbols or whatever from then, and it looks kind of almost Bioshocky uh, going into the the old uh, old ruins of this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I don't know, I just liked it. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. And uh, we meet Anthony Hopkins' character is Doctor Robert Ford, and he's kind of the I guess the OG, like the 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 builder of these hosts, and he's the one coming up with updates and trying to make them more and more lifelike. And what the what they're kind of telling us is this recent update lets them tap into uh, their pre like basically hard drive, like recovered files, which would be like a memory. So he's trying to use that to make them have more realistic reactions, which could have dire consequences. And of course, there's a hint that with the way Anthony Hopkins is playing it, he may know a little bit more of what's going on than he's leading on. And maybe, I mean, he has this whole speech on evolution and how, you know, we've perfected things and maybe that means that's as good as we're going to get. And he could just be setting up the next next thing, which would be the hosts. Mm -hmm. And I do like how it's so clear or like they're very good at showing the different uh, powers at work behind the scenes like this guy. And I think even though uh, the writer's uh, kind of a dick, you know, he's introduced saying fuck a lot just because, and he's supposed to be like, not, we're not really supposed to like him, but you kind of, I think any writer watching kind of feels a little bit for him when he wants the speech to happen. And he gets shot at the end is like, Maybe next time. <laughs> and as you say, all his writing is kind of hack, but but he's also like, he wants it to be less realistic. He wants it to be more of a Western experience, yeah. less like real life Western, you know, because I don't think uh, in real life it was much like the Western movies. He's trying to make it a Western movie for these yes. people. Yeah, and more, uh, yeah, and more like an actual theme park ride, which is just kind of very, yeah. you know, very stale, but fun, I guess. Yeah. So we do see that, as the the boss lady says, there's different wills at work because the main boss guy, who is clearly the visionary behind it all, he does not think like that. He thinks like, how can we do this as perfectly as possible? And as you said, kind of seems like he's trying to evolve humans into this uh, weird uh, half uh, android thing, whatever. Uh, We'll find out, I'm sure. Yeah. And because then we see another one of the bandits malfunctions and uh well because that's that's why i started getting confused because we see that the bandit like murdered everyone in the bar but then i'm yeah. just trying to figure out like do, so did he murder people uh but i mean i guess they they do reveal he just murdered other hosts and yeah, he was I, supposed to be dead as well but he just basically didn't die like he was supposed to mm-hmm. and he the there were a couple of people in there he says creepy like you can't have any or nothing. Like he even is aware that he can't hurt them or or doesn't want to hurt uh, the guests. So he's just killing all the hosts. And he does this weird milk thing where it's like, oh, it's just like the thing. <laughs> it's pretty on the nose with like, oh, it's the thing we're made of. It's milk, and he pours it on people and everything. Is like, ah, okay, he's a milk bandit. Fine. And uh, that's uh, uh, another thing people are talking about on Twitter because. Uh, trying to get the sense of uh, time. Um, like, when we wake up with, because we keep repeatedly waking up with Dolores to show that it's kind of a reset. Now, is that every day, or is this after, like, a game span of time? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, It's hard to I say. I assume it's more of a time uh, than, than just a day, but go ahead. Yeah, I did wonder because the it's felt like when there was a guy at the beginning saying, I came with my family, you know, uh, 
he says something about being there for one week or two weeks Mm -hmm. and then being there for one week or two weeks on his own and like the difference because he went white hat first time and black hat the second or something and that made it seem like if you can stay there for a week you probably don't want the same day over and over Mm-hmm. Uh, or do you? Yeah, it's not super clear. Yeah, and, and clearly they- there are some things that are different, uh, like the saloon heist that they prepare for. So there's some events, but maybe she does get out and paint every day. Uh, who knows? But why would that guy arrive every day? Well, and they uh, even they they did make a mention of like we need to up the we need to do the saloon heist sooner. Like we we push it up a week or something like that. Because yeah. once they have the second, like a little bit more drastic malfunction and realize it has to do with the update, they know they have to pull more hosts. So they're going to do a bloody, you know, uh, heist that everyone can be like, oh my God, this is great. And uh, that's like, I loved how cornball that villain was. Like, you know, he had the scar and like the stuff he was saying. Like, I, I and yeah, and you're right. Like, the, the, I, I don't hate the writer, but I just like that they, they I like they did that thing and it was very clear what he was doing and he wanted his big monologue but then you know the schlubby guy just comes up behind him and shoots him in the back of the head and uh you know gets gets to have his moment where he saves the day I mean well, that, that would is be the, a thrilling experience that's the classic game master experience if you've ever played any role playing game you write all this shit and then the players are like Let's go east. And you're like, uh, so uh, as I mentioned, the town is west. Uh, there's nothing but desert to the east. Yeah, let's see what's in the desert. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Something about, yeah, they, they have the heist thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I was going to say maybe it is, again, to bring it to video games, maybe it's like characters wake up in a very similar way, and they go about their business in a similar way, but there are other longer storylines yeah. that can, like, pull them out of their orbit and into the bigger storyline, like the bandits and the this and the that. Um, I did like how they showed how things could get kind of off course, but it doesn't... Sh- I mean, it, it doesn't cause the host to go crazy. They just have other things to do, where, you know, James Marsden usually has his reunion with Dolores and then they frolic off but you know a guy pulls him aside so he has this other side quest he can do um and you know we get to see a a group of guys all banging robots (laughs) in a room while he just sits outside yeah (laughs) staring off in the distance yeah pretty cool minor improvisation as he said Uh, and it's growing beyond that and I do like the hints that the further you go out like the crazier it is. I do like mm-hmm. the potential there of what we could see. Like if things do get like, I don't know, like supernatural or some shit, like, especially if they start, like if they have, you know, hack writers version of, you know, native tribes and stuff. Um, yeah. But I just, I do like just a small hint that like, you know, that's for more advanced players, you know, the further it's it, the further you go out, like weird stuff starts happening. Um, and then, like, while this is going on, uh, the man in black, uh, Ed Harris, he basically takes. And this is one of the things is probably me just being dumb, because when he stabbed the guy, I kind of still wasn't clear. Like, is that guy a host or is that just a guy? Uh, and he stabs the card player in the neck and he makes him take him out like further away and gives him the old. Uh, what's it called? Where you, cut, where you chop their um, their their head off <laughs> not their head but that oh scalp gives him the old scalp oh, yeah. he's uh-huh and uh he's like looking I mean, and I, I guess there's just a symbol or something on his head or what have you mm-hmm. and he doesn't actually say it but it does seem like he's cutting him apart to see how he works or yes. what that thing on his head is yeah. or something something like that uh, meanwhile, we have Dolores's father, who finds this photograph of Times Square, as we mentioned. Yep. Uh, and he totally starts malfunctioning. Um, or maybe is this earlier? No, no. This is this is now because uh, he shows her the picture, and he's been out all night staring at it. Yeah. Tries to warn her with this crazy stuff, so she heads into town to help, uh, to find help. And Teddy's there protecting her. He gets to repeat his line, which kind of shows like. I know it's heck writing, but it's also like 
it works when <laughs> when he repeats his line, just trying to look chivalrous. And yeah. you knew he was going to say that before he said it. But, you know, it still works. You know, repeat the line. Uh, it's one of his bass lines, obviously. It works. Um, so he dies. And then, yeah, after the saloon heist, <laughs> which uh, totally fails when the guy, a guy comes in and shuts it down, uh, they come in and grab all the hosts that are malfunctioning. And I'm sure... They're going to fix them, and there's not going to be any more problems in the park, right? Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, they'll just fix it with a quick patch. Mm-hmm. No big deal. Should be fine. Uh, so, and then, yeah, because yeah, then we have, uh, they start, they they interview the, the father, right? Yeah. And um, he starts tapping into, like, his other, like, we start learning that people were other characters, basically. And he used yeah. to be like a Shakespeare quoting, like mass murderer or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which so is he great. Pulls some of that, yeah, he pulls some of that, and it is a genuinely creepy scene. Um, you do expect him to like lunge forward, and I like that when he eventually does, it's just to kind of grab his arms. Yeah, because it would have felt like they were doing it too early if he was like, ah, actually going berserk. Uh, but he just lunges forward to like say something super important, and they're like super quick, like shut it down, shut it down, because you do kind of expect when like they they're like let's interview him, everyone with guns, leave, yeah. leave the room, like yeah, okay. Uh, but it does thankfully not uh, spiral that much out of control. He just is a weirdo about it, and they figure out a little bit about how it's connected. They are accessing other memories and stuff. And um, how does that end? Well, they, they oh yeah, they put him in cold storage. Yes, right? and yeah, on that as well. Like uh, beforehand, he does whisper something to her, and um, it is interesting because uh, he's tapping into his other memories, but you also get the hint that he kind of is re- doing that. He's realizing that he's not what he is or what he mm-hmm. thinks he is, and uh, but he still has that base programming of being Dolores's father. And even though like he's becoming self-aware, he still has that programming of like, I need to help Dor- Dolores. And so he's just concerned with helping her get out of that situation. So I thought yeah. that was like kind of an interesting, like, like how it's his, his, his base programming still going on, but it's, it's like interacting with his new like wokeness. I bet. I, I, I guess, I guess it's like, uh-huh. this show's pretty woke. Uh, because uh-huh. these hosts are just, they're starting to learn and they're starting to get woke as fuck. Yeah, I mean, we're all hosts uh, if we think about it for even like two seconds, but why would we? Because we're so asleep. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's like we said about the don't, don't kill humans, don't kill humans. Like there's, the, the we wrote that, uh, by which I mean the, uh, you know, programmers. We wrote that into that guy to uh, like take it, like to protect Dolores, and now that is interacting with all other kinds of junk code and making him act this way. Because um, that, yeah, as when he like says that, like that's when he starts glitching out completely. Like he has to get her away, and oh yeah, he even starts talking about meeting his maker with the Shakespeare stuff and so on. And uh, they decide, hey, how about we put you down on that floor with the escalators, or even deeper, perhaps? <laughs> uh, they don't destroy them, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, it means there's a whole army that can get activated towards the end of the season. Yeah, right? they do something with the drill up their nose, so I guess maybe turn off their um, their intelligence or their programming, but they're still, yeah, they're still assembled and still, you know, reacting to commands, and then they're just placed in a you know, sad storage, sad robot storage. And I, I guess that basically kind of leads us to the end where, you know, we're left with the man in black uh, looking deeper into the game. And we realize like the whole thing, it's all about these flies and, you know, they can't hurt humans. They can't even hurt a fly. And, and we, we, re, we hear Dolores answering the questions again. And she's saying the same stuff of like, you know, most people like to look at the bad things, but I just see, you know all the great, the beauty in the world. Uh, you know, I've never, I've never had second thoughts about my life or things repeating. And then you, you know, you get it, it's, it is a great ending. You know, yeah. we finally get the she slaps a fly on her neck and kills it, and it's like, ooh, where do we go from here? Yeah, and it is kind of not cheesy, but it is predictable in a way. But it yeah. is, it works really well because yeah. they built 
to it showed flies walking on them all the time and and no reaction and and just the promise that that makes to the viewer of like what's gonna come it's a really great moment and and yeah you're right because and going back to when when the father grabs anthony hopkins uh i mean obviously that would undercut undercut the ending if he had murdered him or something but if this was a movie he would have murdered Anthony Hopkins and he'd be like, the robots are crazy. Yes. <laughs> what are we going to do? Way, <laughs> which basically makes, it brings me back to your original point of this is a TV show. So it's got to be different. And so far, all the differences, they don't feel like they're slowing the plot down. It feels like they're turning the plot into something different, even though obviously we're, there's going to be a scene where the robots grow crazy and start killing people. Everyone knows this. This is why. Like, that would be... If that's the White Walkers, if that's six seasons from now, then this show can go fuck itself. But yeah. but we... Because we all want to see that, and we also kind of don't want to see that because we want to see something different. And I so far, it really... <laughs> so far, meaning the pilot episode, it really feels like they're promising they're going to do more interesting things with it than just that. And as you said, if it was a movie, which we've seen a hundred times, it would have been him going crazy there. And the next scene, everyone in, in the Westworld is going crazy. Yep. And then it would be action sequences until the very end. Mm-hmm. And now we can get a little bit more than that. And yeah, we could start to really see it. And, and you're right, not so much drag it out, but just see it develop. Um and and kind of the the ins and outs of it and the, the repercussions and sit with it a bit and yeah. i mean there are enough people there are enough talented people involved the cast is great i mean the look of the show is great so yeah i i get the excitement it it, it, it is cool to have a, a new show and kind of it's just everything's just starting to be unraveled before us so of course it's definitely a recommendation Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it is uh, one of the few shows I've noticed since we started doing this show where I was genuinely genuinely like, okay, episode two, let's watch episode two immediately. And then like, no, we're only supposed to talk about it. So I guess I'll wait. And I've rarely felt like I needed to watch more than we required, you know? Yeah. So this may, last time could possibly be episode one of uh, not to go back to this old well, but Mr. Robot, what a great <laughs> pilot episode that was. Uh, so everyone keep that in mind as we progress into Westworld. You never know if you're going to get Game of Thrones or something different. Yes. Um, anyway, if you have, if you're watching Westworld, which we totally recommend, you could just... After you've watched the next episode, feel free to email us your thoughts immediately at showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com. Right now, we're a little bit behind, but we're going to catch up and go through it uh, as the show is released, at least uh, some of it. So if you want to send us your feedback as soon as possible, that's uh, totally fine. You don't have to do it for any specific episode. Just do it for wherever you are uh, when you're watching it, right? That should work. Absolutely. Cool. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that about sums it up. We're we'll get, we're gonna see what we could do with this show. We might do a couple on just singular episodes, and then if we fall behind, we'll do a bunch. We'll do kind of a yeah. group of them. Uh, and I know we had promised. I, I know this is coming up for our Mister Robot season two. It's because we we're a little behind because Jacob was in Taco Land, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. uh, we will be finishing up Mister Robot on our next episode. Yeah, they do love it when you call it Taco Land. I know that for sure. Uh, So, yes, see you next time with Mr. Robot, everybody. See ya.